A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to part two of The Moon Underwater with Jordan Gray. And we're very much enjoying creating her dream pub here uh, in TMUW, uh, which we're increasingly not calling it. <laughs> uh, but we were left on award-winning tenterhooks mm. by the lovely Robin Allender with his Moon Underwater pub quiz. Thank you. Yes, three questions about the Edinburgh Comedy Award this week. And question one was, who won the inaugural Edinburgh Comedy Award in 1981? Jordan, you got any ideas? No, that one really, really got, got away from me. Stumped. John? Yeah. Uh, Cambridge Footlights? It was the Cambridge Footlights oh. with Stephen Fry and Hugh Laurie and Tony Slattery and Emma Thompson and Penny Dwyer and Paul Shearer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, whatever happened to them? Uh, question two. What was the name of Steve Coogan's winning show in 1992? Jordan? Uh, Steve Coogan and other characters? That's a very good guess, John. Was it Steve Coogan in character with John Thompson? Oh, you've, you've oh. got it. Yes, it is in character with John Thompson. Well done. Quite a clunky title, that. Weirdly, they didn't used to have titles. No, no, it was, just, it was just your name. Yeah. Yes, it's quite interesting, that. And question three, which ensemble show won in 2002 and then went on to become a cult TV series in 2004? Jordan? No, no, I'm crying a blank. People just do nothing. No, that's much more recent, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's more recent. Yeah, John. Uh, I'm just doubting what I wrote down. I'm gonna say, uh, um, I'm gonna say, the Mighty Boosh. No, it was Garth, ah. Garth Marenghi. Oh, yeah, right. yeah, 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 Garth yeah, Marenghi. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. turning into broccoli. Yeah, I don't know if Mighty Boosh won. They think they did win. League of Gentlemen win. Yeah, I actually wrote League of Gentlemen, then thought, no, that's too early. So yeah. it might be Mighty Boosh, and then I'm not sure. I don't think the Boosh did. They might have won Newcomer. Yeah. Who knows? Who, Who knows? knows? But don't you matter. Don't, you don't, don't see matter. many shows like that that are sort of almost geared towards sitcoms and that kind of ensemble things like that, really, do you? I think that's partly due to the demise of being able to monetize sketch comedy. Yeah. Is my guess. And also, it's just so expensive if. Like, you've got 10 people coming up, I guess, isn't it? As well, well, if you ask someone to list their sort of 10 favourite shows of the past 10 years, there'd be a lot of sketch in there. But yeah. it's just, even if you get a TV show made, which is like as good as it gets, mm. even then, 
you know, you've got to split the money mm. two ways, three ways, four ways. Mm. And, mm. you know, commissioners are like, oh, we don't want, no one wants sketch comedy anymore. And you're like, well, no, you've just said that. You don't yeah. want sketch <laughs> yeah, comedy. Yeah. People will always like it. Yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah. sorry. No, it's good. Um, we, we, we return to Jordan's um, dream pub. Now, Jordan, your show, Is It a Bird? Taking the Fringe by Storm. Um, it's about identity. It's about sort of your position as a trans woman. How does that fit into your life in the pub? And how does that affect oh. your pub? What sort of vibe do you want? Sure. Well, I, I transitioned at the age of 24. So I spent my pub years as a lad, like a little lad, little chimney sweep lad. It is a masculine atmosphere for sure. But then I don't know if I mentioned the dancey ladies. So we did have some ladies in there, but they were there for a different reason. So I think we'd just be very inclusive, very nice. Not too much. I mean, I'm, I'm, you get to, I think everybody gets to an age where you put a sort of a decimal point after one of the letters of the ever-increasing alphabet. And you go, okay, I everything's wonderful, but I don't quite understand these these new ones that have come out. And I'm supposed to try and stay on board with everything. But it, it's, it, it's, it sometimes starts to feel very convoluted. And I feel very old. I don't understand some of the newer stuff. So we'd make sure that uh, there was a young person on hand to make sure everybody was welcome. <laughs> That's a great idea to have like a sort of youth interpreter. Yes. Um, yeah. And did you experience um, sort of unpleasantness, ugliness when you were going to pubs uh, after transitioning? Oh, yeah, because I so I've never touched a drop of alcohol as a woman, which is quite nice. It was a deliberate oh, wow. um, thing because the uh, it, it affects the body's ability to absorb the estrogen that you're taking in the alcohol. The irony is that apparently estrogen does peak your sorry, uh, alcohol does peak your estrogen or diminish your testosterone in general. So had I stayed a, a drunk, I'd have lovely, long, curly hair now, which I do. So I think I have quite lovely long hair. It'd be lovely and longer and even curlier because it it encourages hair growth. That's why you see these these huh. sort of drunks with no teeth, but lovely hair, lovely, lovely long hair. Is that true? Yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a fact I read on the internet. Wow. <laughs> John and I, we have got good heads of hair for our... For, for our... I'm going grey. I'm not sure if alcohol has anything to play in that part. Um <laughs> But I, I think I got my first grey hairs about six years ago and I panicked and then I realised, oh, it just takes years for it to happen. It's not like I've got a sudden fright or anything. <laughs> <laughs> so y- young people to interpret new changes, I think that's a good... How Where would they be in the pub? And would you have like a sort of... some kind of board where you add new terms? Oh, that's nice. But they're just the beer mats, you know, like <laughs> yeah. like a fact on the back of a beer mat. That's oh, good. today, yeah. you know, we would talk about uh, quasi demi gendered tri romantic people, which I think I don't think I riffed that. I think that's a real thing. There's it's yeah, there's so many. I got a lovely book given to me the other day with all the flags in it. So we'd have all the flags everywhere, rather than Engli- oh, we'd have a yeah. couple of English flags as well. We are English, but yeah, all the all the. Uh, delineations of gender and sexuality flags that'd be nice and also that's the sort of thing you would see in a very traditional pub like nautical flags sure. with their meanings yeah. to have sort of gender and uh, you know um, non-binary and uh, the progress flag I of, think they call it don't they yeah to have all those flags represented with a key Right, would right, be fantastic. Right, yeah. Okay, yeah. I love the flag display. <laughs> um, but we move on to now uh, to your two spirit choices. Uh, what are we going for? Two there? spirit is a gender uh, recognition as well. That's a, is it? What a lovely coincidence! Yeah, it's a, a Native uh, American thing, if I'm not mistaken. People that have uh, that experience two different gendered spirits within their body. Right. What a wonderful segue that happened. Yeah. I think as a happy accident. <laughs> yes, absolutely yeah, yeah, did. Wonderful. But it's true that a lot of indigenous. Um, 
sort of communities have always been much more accepting of gender fluidity yeah, and, and sort of not that fussed about people being at different places on the spectrum. For I like sure. the two-spirit idea. Yeah. My two spirits. So um, I've mentioned uh, it's very important to have Jaeger bombs present or Percy bombs present. So a digestif of some sort. Jaeger bombs really nice, but they also there's a there's one that I think is like a budget Jaeger bomb called uh, Jaegermeister called Jungfrau. Oh right, it's like the Jungfrau. Jungfrau. It's like, like the Aldi. Yeah, version or yeah, something. Yeah. yeah. Same looking bottle and everything. So yeah. I'd, I'd be happy with the Jungfrau. They're all Jungfrau. the same. Does that mean young lady then? Young woman. <laughs> Jungfrau. Yeah, young, Jungfrau. Young Mrs. Wow. I think so. Yeah. I'm just going back to GCSE German, which well, I what does Jägermeister mean? Yes, Mister. Yes, Minister. Yes, Minister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's based on the uh, the, the political satire. Uh, well, the drink is based yeah, on yeah. the sitcom. <laughs> yes, Minister. <laughs> oh dear. Um, so you've got a bottle of uh, budget Jägermeister, Jungfrau. Jungfrau for sure. Uh, and what's next? I don't know if this is a silly thing to pair with it because then there's no really clear spirits, but I love a Bailey's. Oh, so it's going to be, a, it's like a creamy digestive spirit situation. There's mm, no, mm. not going to clear liquids on the spirit department. We've had Bailey's a few times in the moon underwater. I think Greg James chose Bailey's, didn't he? Yeah. And I think Sophie Hagen is a big uh, pint of Bailey's apologist. Oh yeah. Yeah. She was talking about how she sort of had to, um, ha- they wouldn't let her buy a pint of Bailey's. Right. Yeah. So she had to buy separate Baileys yeah, and sort of saying, keep adding yeah. them until she had a pint. What about um, topping up with milk is a nice... Cold milk and Baileys is a nice way to mm. get around that. Have you had a <laughs> Baileys and a coffee? No. Mm. No, that sounds that, good. That, wasn't that Greg James's thing? Yes, yeah. I think it may well have been. Yeah. But I think Baileys is a good choice. Jungfrau. I mean, the Jungfrau you're going to mix with the pussy energy drink. <laughs> the Baileys, I'm guessing you're going to have just on ice or with milk we can allow some milk to be knocking around as we're discussing this in real time i'm realizing this is it does sound like um alan partridge's chasers yeah which is apt but i hadn't even so i don't know what what is that a vodka a baileys and a A pint pint. yeah (laughs) (laughs) sick everywhere yeah Yeah. (laughs) um no it's not it's not vodka it's a gin and tonic that's it baileys gin and tonic and a pint pint. yeah Yeah, because he says, uh, can I get a Gordon's gin? Yeah. You top that up with some uh, some tonic water, yeah. um, some some ice and a, and a slice of lemon. Yeah. Gin and tonic, ice and lemon. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, we head now from um, our selection. It's quite a sort of... Um, it is. It is. It's going to appeal to the young ladies, mm. I think. I'm glad that that's come about. The Baileys, yeah. the Zinfandel. Um, I'm not sure how the... Pussy, gin, pussy energy drink goes in any sort of demographic but the um it's quite a young well it's quite a young person's vibe we got here and then old speckled hen <laughs> Some, something for the dads a hen, again a hen the the female of the breed i yes. quite like that it's leaned in that direction um so robin we now turn to the moon underwater pub library oh that's interesting mm. Thanks, John. Um, this week on the Pub Library, it's a, it's a book I can't believe I haven't done because it's called The Search for the Perfect Pub, Looking for the Moon Underwater. Really? Yeah, it's, and it's a book by Paul Moody and Robin Turner and someone recommended it on Instagram. I can't find who recommended it. But it's um, it's really, I mean, it, you know, it's fairly self-explanatory what the book is about. It's about um, going around the UK and trying to find a pub that fulfils the criteria of Orwell's essay. Incredible. Yeah, um, and... 
the the reason the bit I'm going to read out is about the Crown Posada <gasps> in Newcastle, which is one of our favourite. Oh, ever one pubs. of the great pubs, the Crown Posada. Could the crown match up to the moon underwater? When we get there, it doesn't matter. In fact, nothing really seems to matter. Known locally as the Coffin, it's a tiny building wedged like a safety deposit box into a narrow site on the side, a street which plunges deeply down towards the Tyne. Entrance is via a wrought iron gate set on a grey granite plinth, and the interior is frankly enough to bring architects to orgasm, so we'll mention the fluted pilasters. Pilasters? Pilasters swaged panels entablature with a pulvinated frieze and leave the vintage design porn there. Before we know it, we're deep in conversation with all and sundry. A father and son from Dusseldorf, two girls in polka dot dresses studying art at the university, an old fella called Mike, and others I've already forgotten, and I'm sure they have too. I get chatting to a local poet called Keith Armstrong who explains that he started coming to the Crown when he started drinking seriously in 1970. I can't say it's changed much, apart from the occasional gentle refurbishment, which I suppose is its strength, but I've never dared ask to put any music on, even when it's non-stop Frank Sinatra. I'm a bit like Oscar Wilde in his Paris hotel when it comes to this place. One of us has to go, it's either me or the wallpaper, and I think it's going to be me. There are other pubs I vowed to go to tonight, the Cumberland Arms, the Free Trade, the Bridge Hotel, the Bacchus, the Bodega, to name but a few, but like all good pubs, the Crown Posada whisks you away with it, and there's not a lot you can do but hold on tight and enjoy the ride. Oh, <laughs> amen great. to that. And I think it's really good, I mean, he does kind of sum up the character of the Crown, Crown Posada, and like a lot of very good pubs, it's somewhere where it's very easy to meet people just because of the kind of mm. layout of it, you know. Mm. It's, it's kind of small and compact. It's such a beautiful pub. When I went there um, with Ellis, we got talking to loads of people. And um, one one couple was so sweet. And it sort of dawned on me and Ellis that they thought we were a couple. And I was like, oh, I wonder why they thought that. And then I realised I was holding a yellow leather Freddie Mercury jacket uh, that I'd used for the show that evening. So they think we thought we were. I was a performer and Ellis was my husband or something, mm-hmm. which was very sweet. Yeah. Um, now, we don't just have a library here at the Moon Underwater. We also have a jukebox. Now, Jordan, you've been in, was it a grindcore band? I was in a grindcore band and then an acoustic band and then 10 years of pop music. And uh, you featured on The Voice, got to the semis. Yeah. Uh, so what album out of all those multifluous, which is a new word, influences are you going to add to the Moon Underwater Jukebox? Perhaps the greatest album of all time, certainly as voted by the Rolling Stone and certainly the best posthumous award-winning album of all time, uh, Jeff Buckley's Grace has ah. to be on the Jukebox. Gosh darn it, that is a beautiful piece of work. Um he, 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 he loved it. He loved the album so much. He was so excited by the... Uh, he had uh, visiting strings for the first time in his life and they were able to afford an orchestra to bring in and he talked about it like it was a, a royal visit and you can just hear how much he fucking loves it. It's, that's a gorgeous mm. album. I I mean, that was a big album when I was 16, 17. And it's almost like regardless of what what generation you're born in, you discover that album at 16, 17. That's so true mm. and so strange, yeah. And, and people are still discovering that album now at that age. Yeah. And I also remember like, if you introduce someone to that album when you're that age and they hear it for the first time, either they become your friend or they fall in love with you. Yeah. Right. Because right. they're like, well, they must be the most sensitive, romantic, <laughs> poetic person. Yeah. 
because it is like discovering it is like it's not like discovering other albums no I find I listen to it less and less well I think it's gone through I mean obviously Hallelujah has kind of been quite overplayed since and mm. stuff but well, it's been overcovered hasn't yeah. it yeah but I come back like particularly the song Dream Brother is that the last mm. song Dream Brother it's so yeah. beautiful mm. it's amazing and you know, it's one of something you come back and hear different things in it. I think. Yeah, he um, did a hell of a cover. Did Buckley some obviously his best ones. Uh, mm. Lover, you should have come over. Lilac wine, beautiful. Mm. Um, but yeah, you're right. People discover it at, at that age, and yeah. it, when it came out, it was competing. It was doing the opposite of what all the popular music was doing. It was competing with Nirvana and Grunge, yeah. and, it, and he was more far more mellifluous and musical. And yeah. it's just, gosh, it's beautiful. Mm. And it 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 can sort of hit the ears in a, in a wrong way he's got a beautiful but high uh he, he's like a tuning a, a guitar string voice so he dips in and out of tune a lot mm. and it's quite shrieky and and it's not the most pleasant thing if you're not into that sort of thing and it's just playing while you're in conversation mm. but i like the darwinism of that in my pub that it would yeah. weed out people that don't appreciate good music because they would be you know like those alarms that get rid of teenagers certain yeah. people will just leave yeah at the peak of you know uh, so real or whatever yeah yeah i sort of love to have known what he'd have gone on to do Mm, mm. because i wonder where that album would have then stood within his canon yeah yeah i love some of the later like do you know that song everybody here wants you yeah the r&b vibe yeah the the second album sketches so it was um songs for my sweetheart the drunk was the original working title and then they re-released it and repackaged it after he's died sketches for my sweetheart the drunk yeah and yeah some great stuff on there yeah pixie's cover i think is that the one with the van morrison covers on i think that's the live one isn't it live at the cine yeah yeah. Well, superb addition uh, to the Moon Underwater pub jukebox. We are going to have to make sure that the people getting into it at 16 and 17 yeah. aren't getting served. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I once saw it, my, the first time I ever went to the Edinburgh Fringe, in fact it might even have been the first show I ever saw in the Edinburgh Fringe, would have been 1998, was Hamlet set to the music of Jeff Buckley by no a student, a student um, oh. theatre group, which is just perfectly yeah. Edinburgh Fringe. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com.
Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You now have a wild card choice, Jordan. Right, wild card in what sense? Could be anything. Could be a drink, could be... Anything I fancy including. Yes. Well, I like... uh, When I was living there, I always liked the idea of a a helter-skelter from one floor to the next, which I know is super dangerous for a certain type of clientele. (laughs) But I like to think we're drawing people that have a little bit more self-awareness. Yeah. I know that doesn't really necessarily affect... um, muscle muscle um you know muscle memory and uh what's the word i'm looking for being able to move your body i know that <laughs> that doesn't necessarily translate to intelligence but uh yeah i think that's fun a fun little novelty something people would talk about mm. are you concerned should there be a limit to how drunk you can be to use the helter skelter because i'm just thinking of vomit I would love to see what that little cardboard thing looks like. You know, you must be this tall to ride. I don't know yeah. how you'd artistically represent <laughs> yeah. your alcohol level. Um, no, you're right. You're right. And it's a twisting thing as well. So it takes longer to reach the bottom. Mm. So you wouldn't find out about that faux pas for a while. And if you spilt a pint on it, what? what's the hell? What, my, what, um, what's the helter-skelter providing you? Just You could just go down a helter-skelter. Whimsy, yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. just a whimsical helter-skelter. Yes. Yeah, like a sort of a fun, dumb waiter. Yeah, fun, dumb waiter. <laughs> what, what about a ball pool? Where do you stand on ball pools? Mm. Hard to stand on them. Yeah. <laughs> um, probably no. We'll pick the stickiness of a carpet and then, you know, times the surface area now by exponential amount. I mean, yeah. I'm not a physicist, but there's more stick, <laughs> there's more surface to get That's sticky. That's true, yeah. Was there a phase where they became cool, like adult ball pools? It was like a thing people got into. Or did I just make I that up? I don't know that they did. <laughs> Maybe they did. I yeah. mean, COVID's obviously shut that down. Yeah. I mean, all of the surface area for your, um, your viral loads in a ball pool's got to be worse than anything. Yeah, well, this is it, yeah. Yeah, so death to the ball pool, I'm afraid. Okay. But it, it was about time. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, folks, we head away for a special bonus Patreon choice from Jordan. Uh, it will be her dream pub companion. And if you want to find out, you're going to have to upgrade from a f- Johnny Come Fly Be Nightly to a, <laughs> <laughs> a legend underwater. So head to moonunderpod.com and you can donate £6 a month to get access to the bonus podcast uh, Behind the Cellar Door. Uh, you also get access to live tickets. You get unedited podcasts. You get extended podcasts. You get ad-free podcasts. And you get the... Sh- what's French for bonus choice, Robin? I don't know. Yeah, the <laughs> choisy bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> You're barred. We've traversed the millennia in um, our discussion with Jordan about her dream pub companion. Uh, we return now to the uh, the real pub, the real pub of the mind that we're creating. Uh, what would you like to ban from this pub or bar? Right. Or right, make right. illegal? It could be a behaviour or a thing or a smell or a crisp. <laughs> That'd be difficult to uh, enforce the smell, I imagine, mm. but we could give it a go. Um 
Oh, you'd think I, I, you'd think I want to get rid of a certain type of clientele if we've got a very inclusive bar, but I do like the Darwinism of just everybody can come in and it, it's self-policing over time. So we're not mm-hmm. going to bar anyone specific, but anything coconut can get in the bin. Really? Right. Yeah. yeah. I, um, it's the first thing I ever had was coconut Mickey Finns and it killed me. Mm. I'm not here. I died then. This is a this, uh, this is a ghost. I, I did die. It was horrible. Um, and all the cliches. I, I proposed, I was 15. I proposed to the barmaid. I did all throwing up in my friend's hands. It was stupid. And I had a burger from the burger van and I walked dead into the fence of our um, beer garden and it's at my waist height. So I just perfectly flipped oh, upside wow. down and the burger went everywhere and I just reassembled it full of grass and ate it and oh. then got even more sick. Although I imagine the Mickey Finns had something to do with that. Wow. So what's Mickey Finns? It's like um, a fruit. Oh, so would you... Uh, Think of Mad Dog 2020, oh, right. kind of yeah. that, but with a different range of fruits. So there's a pack coconut and a raspberry and a what I don't know. I'm making so it's like a sort of liqueur, I sort guess, of, but like you can a just fake liqueur, like, a, yeah. like alcohol mixed with flavouring. Yep, yep, yep. So, but we're banning all forms of coconut. Yep, yep. I don't, we don't want coconut shires on the <laughs> on the family day. Just it, it makes me sick. I can yeah. see why bounties are the last ones left in the pot. So no Malibu? No Malibu. I hate Malibu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I wouldn't miss Malibu. Yeah. I mean, if Malibu ceased to exist now, I don't think I'd even notice for the rest of my life. I can smell it now as you're talking about it, and it's... Really? Ugh. What about... So not no coconut shampoos? No, I'm not sure who's bringing those to a pub anyway, but it definitely is. This, yeah, no. <laughs> but you're banning anything with any, with elements of coconut in it. I see what you're doing. You were so extrapolating to the point. It's like when you ask a genie for a wish and they give you an ironic <laughs> twist <laughs> yeah. and suddenly wake up and then something really important about life is gone. Yeah. Um, all right, okay, let's think about this. Is there anything coconuts are necessary for in the modern world? Because as far as I, they are just a novelty at a fair, as far as I know, and an awful alcoholic drink. I hate the, what's the what, don't they, wasn't it like a fad thing of coconut water? Coconut water is absolutely disgusting. disgusting. Horrible. Yeah, Yeah, like that aloe vera water. You're like, this is just... like a salinity to coconut water, which shouldn't be there. It tastes a bit like watered down bile. Like sort of, it's got a sick, it's got a sicky element to it. It's one of those kind of health foody things, which is like, it almost markets itself on how disgusting it is. Yeah. It's like, yeah, this is really good because it tastes like fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) Hurry up, please. It's time. Okay, so it's definitely no coconuts um, in in your pub. But we need a name for this because we're going to give you this pub to take with you wherever you need it the most. In your hour of publicly need, um, what are we going to call it? You know, it's only come about as of the course of this conversation. I had an idea, but I, what I really like, I was struck by a turn of phrase that you've mentioned. I really like the um, picture of the, the thing. Uh, the, the the painted sign mm-hmm. it'll be a little prophylactic with little bat wings of a night time and it's the the Johnny fly by nightly oh, the Johnny fly by nightly name, yeah. the Johnny fly by nightly so it's named after the people that don't pay for the moon right. underwater yeah. right because it's a cheap pub That's oh great. nice yes. the Johnny come fly be nightly That's yeah. brilliant and the sign is a lovely condom yeah, a, a winged comet. Some stars. Combo. I think that's easy, easily recognised. Yeah. That's great. Well, there we have it. Our, our regular listeners immortalised in Jordan Gray's Dream Pub. Well, Jordan, we thank you so much for your time in creating this pub that contains Cronenberg, Old Speckled Hen, Blossom Hill, White Zinfandel, Pussy Energy Drink, pardon my French, uh, Jungfrau, um, which is a cheap version of uh, Yes Minister, uh, Bailey's. Um, a helter-skelter to go from one floor to another, but for the sake of whimsy, 
It's not actually because you don't need to get there. It's just a fun way to get there. No, there's a staircase as well. And uh, there will be no coconuts of any description whatsoever. Uh, Jeff Buckley's Grace is playing on the jukebox. And what song from Jeff Buckley's immortal album would you like to play you out? Oh, gosh, that's very sweet. I think the title track, Grace, is perhaps the greatest song ever written. Well, on that note, and to that tune, we bid you adieu, Jordan. Thank you so much for joining us. And also, good luck for the tour, and good luck for the rest of the Fringe Run. What have you got coming up on the horizon? Where can people find you? Well, you can find me across social media, at Tall Dark Friend, as I uh, mentioned. Um, the tour, as of this festival, there's a lot of people uh, bidding to take me away, which is wonderful. So no news just yet, but I'll be You've got them you where are. you want them. Yeah, I've got them. <laughs> and got to squeeze every ounce <laughs> of juice out of that lemon. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Thank um, you so much for having me. Oh, it's been a pleasure, pleasure to have you. And um, thank you so much for bringing your show to the festival because it's so far John Robbins's pick of the fringe. <laughs> Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.